So I like stood in a, a sword stance and they were like, oh, do you want a lightsaber? <laughs> and I said, sorry. And they were like, we've got a lightsaber out oh the back. God. Do you want one? And I went, yeah, I really want a lightsaber. <laughs> Hey, what's up guys? Welcome on into an awesome episode of Behind the Voice. I'm joined by Helen Keeley, who has voiced Night Song or Dame Allen, as referred to as as well, from Baldur's Gate 3. Thank you so much for joining in and coming by. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. What it's Baldur's Gate 3 has been an insane game. Like everybody has been nuts about it. Everybody wants to jump into it everybody is jumping into it and everybody's having a great time yeah. it's 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 one of the most phenomenal games this year so what are your thoughts what are you feeling at this point since the game has been out well i don't think i realized what a large game it was going to be <laughs> because you don't get told i'm sure yeah. you know uh, i'm sure you've heard you don't you just get told project names mm. so they're all code named and stuff like that so for ages i didn't even know i was going to be part of Baldur's Gate 3 and then, yeah, it kind of gets released. And I mean, this went crazy. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, just your socials are going mad. And then, and as well, my character, and I'm assuming that if people are watching this, then they've gone through the arc. So I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But um, my character is a quest as well. So mm. it's not clear that she's a person. So they were like, you can't mention anything because this is a kind of secretive thing. Um, so yeah, it's just been it's just been crazy. It's been amazing, but yeah, a bit mental. <laughs> yeah, the the fandom was insane, and I never expected the game to go this big because uh, it, it was insane to see. Like it came out on PC first, and the amount of people it just kept on growing. It was eight hundred thousand people, um, and then it was nine hundred thousand people, and it just kept on growing. I was like, how is this possible? So it's insane to see how people are just. And then it came on console, so even more people are playing this game. So. And I have yeah. a friend who plays for hours and hours and he keeps on talking about it every single day. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been wonderful. And he keeps on telling me when are you gonna finish it? And I'm like, I don't I don't think so I can finish it. It's just too big. Yeah. I, I, I can't yeah. even go into it. No. It's, exactly. It's, it's it, the fans are so like, I mean, people who play it are so great as well. It's like everyone's probably into the lore of the game and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's really I love fantasy and all of that. So actually, when I first got this part and they were kind of just telling me the background and things like that, I was like, yeah, okay, great, great. Give me more, give me more. It was so fun. Wow. Were you into like D&D? &D? Because I know this game is like heavily focused on the D&D &D aspect. Is that something that you were into? No, I wasn't into D&D, &D, but just like kind of growing up started with, you know, classic like The Hobbit and stuff like uh, that. And yeah. I do a lot of them. I do a lot of stuff for Games Workshop and like Warhammer and things like that as well. So, yeah, I love doing all sorts of stuff like that. It just kind of, and all the books that I kind of gravitate towards, they're all like still like young adult, like, you know, fantasy fiction because it's just my wheelhouse. I just really enjoy it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome to see how so much that happens in this game and so much insane stuff that happens in this game. It's just the fantasy element of it is insane. I have no idea like how they even thought of bringing up these backstories for these characters and how they meet and how things go and they can go wild and go crazy and go in all yeah. directions. I'm like, how did you guys think of it? It's insane. Yeah, they have, even when um, the, you know, performance directors and the voice directors were incredible and they just kind of had, honestly, I think about, like they must have had 20 dialogue trees open at once because you'd be doing, because obviously each character can make choices and, yeah. you know, and the, 
and each one leads a different way and things like that. And then you'd be doing one thing and they just have to pause five minutes and they'd be like, okay, where, where does this go? And where does this, and like, you know, then the background and it's, if the player makes this choice and this choice and this choice, this is where you are. So you have to get those emotions right and things like that. But it's, it just means it's a really creative and fulfilling world mm -hmm. because the, the characters seem real. It's not just like, oh, they go this way and that way and this way, and then you're done. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing about I love about this game is that you can go in any direction and, and it's going to yeah. have those consequences. You're going to have to face those consequences unless you just reload yeah. and do the other one. But like you have to like face all those consequences and the stories. And it's amazing to see how people go in a different way and then they figure it out or they find it on YouTube like, oh, the, there was more to this if I've chosen this path. And then they just go crazy and yeah. reload it again and do the other way. So it's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> hours and hours of, of this thing um but yeah before before even getting into this that you mentioning before like you were into audiobooks and you have done like over 150 mm -hmm. and audiobooks like how has that journey been like for you well i started maybe doing audiobooks i mean professionally like five six years ago um but i used to when i was a kid i used to record them like record on, on like tape <laughs> <laughs> like press the play and the record button at the same time and like record books because I just really enjoyed listening to them and I listened to audiobooks as well um and uh yeah I just kind of I don't I can't remember quite how it started um but it just kind of snowballed a little bit and then I now do loads but sometimes you haven't you can't possibly voice all of the characters uh so some things just like you make a decision and it kind of like comes out of your mouth but actually that's really helpful in things like video games because you don't always get to see they they do send you the script beforehand but you don't always get to read the whole thing because either there's so much of it and they've sent it to you the night before or the writers have like changed it just before you come in and they're like oh that thing that you read or they're like actually they've they've taken that back it, we're doing a new dialogue tree for this bit so we're you know so you wow. just kind of have to go okay right split second decisions let's go Oh my god, that I don't know. That, that that sounds so stressful to me. If somebody like somebody told me like, oh well, what you read last night, that's not happening. Something new. I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> I can buy. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Like it's funny if... though. You get used to it though so quickly. Like mm. now, like my my sight, my cold reading is like quite is. I think well, I hope it's quite good. But you know, when a script just appears on the screen and they kind of go, oh, I'll just give you a second, read it through, and then just go for it. Um, wow. And then obviously they kind of hear what the color you have to bring for it uh, through to it. And then the directors just, you know, point you in the right direction. Wow. But that doesn't happen so much with audiobooks. With audiobooks, it's it's just kind of you and an engineer. So um, very occasionally on kind of bigger books, you do get a director as well. And that's really nice. But on loads of them, it's just you and somebody else. So you have to be really confident in the decisions you make. But those that skill set is actually really helpful for I mean, acting in general, and then in the voiceover world as well. Oh yeah, definitely. And you, you mentioning you, you listen to audiobooks. Are you still listening to audiobooks? Weirdly, not as much. Really? Like when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I've listened to some, but actually, because I do so many, I don't get a chance to listen to any because I'm prepping the next one and then uh, like recording another one because I'm just always recording. <laughs> my god so like is it when you get to listen to any of it is it like hard to listen back to your own voice or is that something you're all, already used to and like you're, you're okay with it at this point this i mean this is gonna sound dreadful everyone always says when they listen back to their own voice they get oh it's horrible i hate the sound of my own voice 
I don't mind the sound of my own oh. voice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which, I mean, is it or is it really just I mean, like eager, like I'm an egomaniac? <laughs> like, oh, I don't mind. It's fine. It's fine. I like listening to me. No, I don't listen to like, if I've recorded a whole audio book, I don't sit down and go, oh, I'll listen to my, my entire reading. <laughs> I just mean that sometimes I listen back and it's not always, like I kind of go, oh yeah, I can see where I was going with that. But um, yeah, so no, it's not terrible. <laughs> Hey, I, this is better because I feel like that's great because when I listen back to this, when I'm recording this, I usually would yeah. skip my part and just listen to what the guest is saying. I'm like, I can't listen to it because I immediately judge like, oh gosh, I said this in this way. I should have done it this way. Yada, yada, yada. And just keeps on going. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah, but this isn't scripted. So you just kind of, yeah, like this would be more cringe for me to watch because you watch it and you go, oh no, I'm saying, um, I'm saying, ah, oh, I'm saying like all the time. Yeah. Whether it's when you're scripted, it's, yeah, it's different. Although sometimes you do listen to yourself back. Like, so when, um, when Baldur's Gate 3 came out, I, uh, I saw on, uh, various other cast members, socials and stuff, they, they had like little clips and stuff people yeah. had put on YouTube. And I was just trying to find like, you know, my uh my journey the night song's journey and uh some of the things i was like oh no i should have said that differently oh no i should have said that differently and stuff like that but actually for the most part i listened to it and i was like no okay that's good that's cool because <laughs> you only ever get to record your section so you don't ever hear it in context like with the uh, other characters yeah. and that's really good there were a couple of times when um me uh so when i was in the studio and um jen uh who plays shadow heart was in the studio as well and uh, I remember she came in and she was like, oh, my God, you're doing a scene with me. I'll record the other bit. And it was so nice because you actually got to, like, record with, like, with the character. It was really fun. Wow. That must, yeah, that must be a fun time for you because everybody has told, like, how everybody records separately and you don't have to, you cannot bounce off anybody in real time. Yeah. You have to listen and then you give your... Uh, give your recording or whatever but like it must be great for you to like oh, finally we get to do something and it must be yeah. it would be more real in a way uh yeah. to deliver all these lines yeah no the the directors are amazing they they give you the feed lines and sometimes they they like can give the emotion behind the line but yeah nothing beats when somebody especially the person that's playing the part is like do it giving the lines to you and suddenly you've got this really emotional scene yeah. <laughs> and you're like this is great it's fantastic <laughs> when you as you mentioned like watching your scenes when you watch your scene for the first time what was the reaction looking at how everything is looking like the visuals and your character what was your reaction yeah it's unreal it's so cool like the world is so not only do you have to you just act on your own like in a box in the suit with all the with all the bubbles on it yeah but you kind of occasionally because the character concept we've been doing we've been recording for so long i think i first did i think my first session was in 2019 maybe 2020 and the character it doesn't change but the visuals kind of get better and better they mm. they show you little clips of things like that so to see the full animated scenes are just amazing. I think it was only in my last couple of sessions where they said, where like Night Song like gets, like she kind of flies up and gets on in all her armor and things like that. And they were like, oh my God, this bit looks so cool. They were like, we can show you a picture. They said, even her wings have like shields, like epaulets on them. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, this is, a I was like, why do her wings need it? And they were like, because she's so badass. And I was like, yes, she's incredible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got to kind of see her 
And I mean, yeah, it's incredible and it's really good. You get little glimpses here and there and they can show you. Um, so before you did some of the cut scenes, they would show you little animations, but sometimes they were just even stick characters. Um, and I hadn't seen any of the cinematics and stuff like that. Like there's a bit where um, like when Night Song flies away from Shadowheart and it just the whole you can see like the whole world yeah. big, big span and it just i mean not the whole world obviously just a tiny bit of it but it looks incredible oh yeah everything about like i would say that scene for me was like one of my favorite scenes because it gets me there's goosebumps and there's like amazing music going on i was like yeah whoa i did not expect that music to give me these feelings like it's like it's insane <laughs> yeah. i was i love that scene so much and i know a lot of people have seen youtube in comments on youtube and people saying this made me emotional and this made me feel differently. Mm. And it was like, what do you think about that scene in particular? I know it's a little spoiler, but I hope people have already seen, played it. Uh, but like, yeah. what do you think about that scene in general where she finally gets free and has this amazing armor? Jesus. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, yeah, that was really it. So you don't always get to record things chronologically. So sometimes you're recording things yeah, like you're recording things out of order. But this, it felt like the bulk of my dialogue was in that kind of caged, you know, that caged area. So it was, it felt really emotional, like kind of when she was like free from it. And I was mm. like, what, you mean she gets to go and do some other things rather than just like, <laughs> you know, like storm around? But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a great scene. But all of that, um, there was one director, I think it was Adrian or Josh, and we kind of, um created this image of her almost like a Mexican wrestler they were like she's been caged for like a hundred years and stuff like that and she was just like pacing round and round and I even got to do all of the kind of movement of when when she kneels down and when she they said they were like okay just imagine you're sprouting wings okay and then you're gonna fly up and I was like okay sure sure I can do that that's doable <laughs> and it's just I know yeah, that's doable. I mean, I've done it before. Um, no, I've never, I've never done it before. I might not ever get to do it again. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but no, that yeah, that scene was really good as well because it doesn't always end that way. She doesn't always, you know, yeah. you can kill her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so it was many nice to kind of. I think they did all the death bits first, and then they were like, oh, and now she gets this, and she gets to do some other stuff if you're a companion. So if she, if you're part of the crew, so yeah, that was quite cool. I like how the good part was kept at the end. I'm going to do the bad part first. I'm going to kill her off first. Yeah. I'm going to do those scenes first. I'm going to do the good ending or the good part later or at the last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I really appreciated that as well because yeah. sometimes there was a couple, I think a couple of the death lines changed and stuff like that. So it was like, right, <laughs> like it was really odd. We were doing some really like calm scenes between like Aileen and Isabel. And then they were like, oh, the death has changed. So we're going to have to, you're going to have to be like speared to death. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. In the middle of, and it's just been really calm. And then all of a sudden you've got to ramp up this energy because <laughs> that, because like, you know, you were saying that scene's really emotional and it's, yeah. it's high stakes the whole way through. And she doesn't know what Shadowheart's going to do. If you're, you know, if she is going to lay a hand on her in friendship, if she is going to, what path she's going to choose. Yeah. So you have to like keep that energy up the whole way through. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm not an actor, so I'm really curious. Is it, it must be challenging or maybe there is a challenge where, as you mentioned, like you had to do that scene, but everything is calm. And then all of a sudden you have to switch and be, have this more dramatic um, scene that you have to do and you have to, change your the way you are saying and delivering 
is that a challenge for you to like kind of like switch to that tone or is like that is kind of like easier at this point you can i mean it's definitely possible you can mm -hmm. do it but the they gave you a lot of the directors all gave you a lot of time they'd kind of go okay we'll just take a five minute break there and that is really good to kind of shake stuff off because especially when um yeah especially when you're doing something really emotional I think it's more for me it's it's more in the body it's the oddest thing like because and because they're you know they're capturing your body movements yeah. as well your kind of shoulders come up and you get really tense and really angry and then just sudden you your voice can change and then this is why the directors are so great. The vocal director will go, you're still tense, aren't you? So you're like, your voice has changed, but you're still doing this. And you're like, oh yeah, no, I can't do something calm. And they have to be like, just take a second, like, you know, shake it out, shake, you know, pull your pull your shoulders back. You're not in that place anymore. So that's that's why it's a whole team effort, I suppose. So you can you can do it and you think, oh yeah, that sounds all right. And then somebody <laughs> else goes, you're still gritting your teeth. No, am I? Okay, I'll stop. I'm fine. That doesn't sound very romantic or whatever. <laughs> oh man, that's that's amazing. Um, when you initially when you got to know about okay, this you're playing night song, she's gonna have have this journey. Um, what was your initial thoughts about her story in general? So I didn't know. I auditioned for her like three times. So she she kind of changed the character. I think changed each time. Um, because I was auditioning, I was like, I've done these lines before. Um, and then I didn't, well, I don't know if how it was for everyone else, but I certainly didn't get to know her whole story oh. for until really close to the end. Um, so all I knew at the time when I first got cast was that she's an immortal angel. Um, which I was like, yeah, okay, great. I could definitely do that. Um, that's fun. Uh, and that she was caged. So it was a lot of stuff with like Ketherick and Isabel and stuff like that. Like all the stuff with um, Laroican and things like that, that didn't come till much later. Um, so I think it kind of developed slightly. So I didn't, you, yeah, you, you kind of get a bit of an overview, but what's good about that, I suppose, is that you're not, when you know too much, I think about a character, you can sometimes this is going to sound strange but you sometimes act their future choices mm -hmm. you kind of go oh i know i'm i've got to get over there yeah. so you know i'm yeah. gonna play i you know i know i'm probably a bit angry with that person and they're like you don't know you're going to be angry with that person though like right now you've got to strip all that anger away to right you know like this is a terrible story but you know they say this is a you know you you've just met this person you're not angry towards them yet they haven't you haven't figured out they've betrayed you or something like that so actually it was quite useful so all I knew is that she was just this kind of really angry immortal angel <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is really angry and and it's so intense yeah. with those the way the anger comes out and I'm like oh my god I, like it's there there's sometimes there's as you mentioned like Lorican um when you if the player chooses the other one and then when she gets kind of captured again and so that anger mm. that is displayed there and i'm like oh my god that is like pure hatred just coming out like and feel it like it's insane yeah. how 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 do you channel all the anger that is needed for a scene like that i think you don't get to do that in real life if you're annoyed or angry 
you kind of have to go, no, that's fine. It's not their fault. And this was just so cathartic because they just go, no, let rip. Why does she need to be? She doesn't need to be understanding. Yeah. And there were sometimes even when I kind of softened her because I was like, I was, I was afraid it was coming off to one note that she was just angry all the time. And the, you know, the creative team and stuff would go, mm, you've made her too. That's not who she is. Like she is just right now she's, you know, come off the back of the fact that she's been caged and, you know, she has finally got Isabel back or she hasn't or whatever. And yeah, she is really angry. Um, there was one uh, session that I went to and I think I just had like a really bad journey in, like the trains were canceled and I was a bit late, went in and, um, and it was a really angry scene and, they, I kind of did it and just it just all of this like tirade of anger just came out. And I remember the director's going, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And I'm a bit, I'm a little bit scared. Um, but actually afterwards, I kind of skipped out there, like, you know, rang my, I rang my husband and was just, and he was like, you're like, you sound so happy. And I was like, I've just been yelling for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put yourself in that situation. It like kind of emotionally, I think you have to think of something not in your real life, but like so you have to find that anger somewhere. But then the rest is, I think, is is just acting because I've never been an immortal angel caged for a hundred years. Yeah. So you kind of have to go, yeah, I would be really, really frustrated about. It. I would be fuming about that that I can't go anywhere or do anything, and I have been duped and yeah, and all her stuff with Laroque, and she just absolutely hates him. And whenever I softened it slightly, the directors would go, no, she hates him. Bring it back up. She's just, she absolutely wants to kill him. And that was my favorite thing to um, to record, actually, was like the bit where she breaks oh, him my God. over her. Yeah. I love that line that she yeah. says. And I've like written it down. I was like, wow, this is great. Like, this is like how an angel should have this line. It makes complete sense. And I love that. Like, she yeah. says, Dame Ellen is watching. She is indomitable. And when her face lights the shadows of your wrongdoing, you are broken by its beauty. I'm like, Wow, that's a yeah. great line. And I love that whole scene. I feel like, yes, I'm like clapping, like, yes, she did she did it. Yeah. <laughs> just... no, I love that whole scene. It's amazing. That's there's such good days when they bring like crash mats into the studio and you're just around because you don't necessarily know which bit's gonna need a crash mat. Because yeah. um, you know, they for the most part, they kind of don't tell you what uh like what movements to do and things like that. But on this bit, they were like, We want her to when it says, you know, is broken, we want you to break him. And so to like, you know, they were just like, yeah, you've got to lift someone above your head and then break them. It's just, you know, yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. Do you, I, I like that's one of actually for me, that's one of my favorite lines. Do you have like a favorite line yourself, like from all the recordings that you've done? I, in fairness, I think that I think that one's it. Oh, I think wow. that one's my, yeah, my favorite one because, yeah, because it was just so fun to record. And I think. I'm pretty, I can't remember, it all blurs into one, but I'm pretty sure that I was, I think I was about five months pregnant at the time when I was recording that line. And there was like, I don't know. And there was all these like hormones like raging around my body. And apparently just the anger just came out and it was, yeah, peak, peak <laughs> night song. Um, but no, that, yeah, those lines, or the bit where she, um, uh, where she like has her transformation into all her armor and she's on the floor because I had to do that as well. And they would just like start like drumming out a chant and things like that. And I think all the bits where she gets, I don't know, quite divine, I suppose. Um, and 
she just kind of goes in on herself and gets really powerful. All those bits I really loved. Yeah, I love those bits too. I I actually when I first saw when she finally got free, I never expected the wings are gonna be this good. And yeah, I, I never expected it's gonna be like because I know it's she's an angel, but I never expected it to be shown this cinematically in this such a way mm. that gives me goosebumps. So when the wings comes up, this light coming from behind and it just yeah. shines through. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful, and she's like big giant kind of spears uh, oh, yeah. weapon and like wow everything just looked really cool our armor set all of that looks so cool and so that is for me one of that is my favorite scene from all of this is like this is like a great story for her mm -hmm. like finally gets to be free and shows her absolute power and like it's insane i love that yeah no me too and it's so funny as well because i knew her i think there was an image of her in like in her rags and stuff when she's um when Kethrix like imprisoned her so I knew that and I was playing her this kind of you know she has this really strong like powerful voice and I was thinking god this doesn't really like match up and then in the end like you said when she gets her armor and she gets her weapons and she yeah. gets her helmet and I just and she like glows from the back <laughs> as well so when I first saw that it was one of my last sessions actually and one of the engineers they were just like i think they were like the trailer's been released and they were like and you know they were like night songs in it and it's that bit where she turns and like her wings go like that <laughs> and they paused on that and they were like look and i was like no way is that the full cinematic version of the character i was like it looks incredible yeah oh my god i just love everything about uh that scene was so cool and and speaking of like you know the voice like uh, uh, what was the process like to like finalizing how she should be sounding like i know like you guys work together on this but like what was the process like for you to figure out like okay how she should be sounding like so i think part of it was um the way that they described her when you first cast for it um and i think all the words that we've kind of touched on already like it said she was powerful she's immortal um and I don't know and it just came from I think my voice is quite low already and just then I just kind of lowered it even more and just kind of had to just give it even more gravitas I suppose mm -hmm. um and then you so when you audition for it it's not just voice it's your body as well and um you have to choose a like a base pose that your character always goes back to and I just kind of chose how she would stand. And then that voice, I suppose, came from came from there. And then as you perform it more and more, it like slightly changes. So I think it got a bit gravelier and things like that. And that I think came from the the anger. And like I said, the almost like Mexican wrestler, like pacing, like they just her like she's just constantly, she's just because it's painful every time, you know, that the whole imprisonment is painful for her. So she's the edges of her of all of her psychology is just completely frayed so that's i think whenever anybody speaks to her that's why she will like fly off the handle at a moment's yeah. notice and then the only time she has any softness at all is with isabel yeah yeah and that there's that unconditional love with isabel which i which i really like it yeah. was like very true love um that she has for isabel and and so what like i know there's like a particular moment that uh night song has with Isabel so what was that what was that like recording that particular scene yeah I mean, it was really nice because she's not angry <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it was nice and she's like and as well I think it's so rare that 
a character has they were like this is her happy ending they were mm. like this is you know so it's not often that all characters kind of get an option that's a happy ending like most yeah. of them are not happy so it was really it was really nice to play and I could just kind of pull her back a little bit more and I think to make I mean and hopefully it came across but to make all her anger and stuff like valid I think she has to have that softness as well um and the uh I think the lines were already recorded of Isabel's so I actually I did get although she wasn't in the room I got to react off of her lines which was yeah which was just really nice I mean it was a bit when they first said oh it's Ketherick's daughter I was like sure I mean why not <laughs> why wouldn't it be the the daughter of her mortal enemy of course um, yeah and sometimes I think you have to do slight suspension of like disbelief because I was like I couldn't get over the fact I was like wouldn't she just be so annoyed that her uh, father yeah. imprisoned her and it's like no no get over that like they are they are just really in love and actually I think that does really yeah that does really come across and again it's one of her moments where she just like falls to her knees yeah. um yeah it was just a really that was it was so different it actually threw me a little bit because it was so different to perform and I had that kind of tenseness in my body that that you know the alien has all the time and then to suddenly let that go was I was kind of like oh my god I don't I don't feel like her I feel like someone else so actually I think that took a few takes to to try and kind of get into the place where you're still that character but you're just that character in love yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I cannot imagine how it must be like to play all the other uh parts being angry and having this particular direction and then all of a sudden you have this mm -hmm. particularly romantic session and romantic scene yeah. but everything is completely different it's completely the opposite so I cannot imagine yeah. how it must be for you to like switch and try to also be that character and at the same time not be angry so yeah yeah exactly there was yeah there were some lines I remember doing and they were like oh you can leave the anger at the door like this you know when she first sees Isabel you know after all that time it just strips her bare because she thought she you know I think in this particular section she yeah. thinks Isabel um you know is dead so yeah that was quite emotional but good good emotional yeah and and speaking of Isabel her father and I love that particular, obviously the player has to kill the person. And I love the fact that you come down slamming like a superhero and just like stand yeah. I'm ready to just destroy you. I'm like, wow, this is great. <laughs> I'm like, this is this yeah. landing that I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had to do, yeah, that landing as well. And they gave me, that was another great day in the studio because they said, um, they were like, oh, you have a giant sword. And I went, oh great and then like stood in a way they just said like because at drama school and stuff you do um so I got trained in sword and sword and dagger sword and dagger rapier and dagger I can't remember there was like a name for it so I like stood in a, a sword stance and they were like oh do you want a lightsaber <laughs> and I said sorry and they were like we've got a lightsaber out oh the back God. do you want one and I went yeah yeah I really want a lightsaber <laughs> So they bought this like huge life-size like lightsaber and, and I was just, um, it made um, saber, saber in and it, um, yeah, it changed it so much because you've got the weight and things like that. And then, I mean, obviously I had to stop myself going, yeah. like making the noise and things like that. I was like, no, no, wrong universe, wrong universe. <laughs> and just to shake it away. So yeah, I had the lightsaber in my hands and 
every when they said no i think i did one line with it and they were like oh you can drop it now we're done with the lightsaber and i was like no (laughs) yeah so no that was really fun that was a really good day wow so you got to be in two different universes at one at one time being a star wars and boulders wow yeah yeah yeah, nobody else can say that (laughs) no exactly exactly i combined the two i was like yeah sure lightsaber sounds about right Wow, that's crazy. I love that. Um, there was a scene like it, with that, it, you know, killing um, him as well. Like you were stomping his body with complete anger and stuff. I was like, oh, that's yes. a. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> it's gone. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but she's going stomping and stomping. Like, what was the during the recording process? Were you stomping like you, like kind of like um. A dummy or something like that was that happening or was like it was just voice or were you actually doing all the stomping yeah no i was doing all the stomping so uh i had a pillow <laughs> like a big like a body shaped pillow, like a couple of pillows in a row um to give me something to because if you're stamping on the ground it it hits your body very differently it like yeah. jars when you need to kind of you know, be, and like, you need to be kind of grinding something, which sounds awful. Um, But yeah, no, did all the, did all the stomping. And what kind of came into my mind, I think this was in the script as well, is, you know, um, you know, in kind of true crime documentaries and things like that, where they say it's like a crime of passion and it, you can kind of overkill some, you know, someone. So it's not just like, like you said, there's a moment where you kind of go, he's dead. (laughs) There is no need, but it's just all that kind of, passion and like you know and anger and everything she feels and she just blames him for um but yeah no I had to do all the all the stomping and just kind of and you get really like out of breath but kind of in a in a in a good way because it just feeds into the character and feeds into that emotion that hopefully makes it all a bit more real oh yeah that felt that felt real I was like well that's a lot of anger (laughs) Thankfully, that is gone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of it's a bit uncomfortable. You're like, okay, done, move on. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just I I love that. And you know, uh, going back to the the very first, if you take uh, take yourself back to the very first day, um, when you got into the the studio or when you got into the first session, what was that day like? Was there nervousness around, or were you like completely excited to be like, okay, let's just do this yeah no I was really nervous because I'd never done motion capture before um I'd done have I done video games then I think I'd done video games then I can't remember (laughs) um but yeah and just even putting the suit on and stuff like that like so when you go in and you've done it a lot you kind of are used to saying they say you know what size suit are you and can you get in your base pose a pose t pose all of these things I just know what they are now. But the first time I did it, I had no idea. So all of it was kind of, oh, I just yeah, I was I was really nervous. I was really excited as well, but I kind of had to be walked through the whole thing a little bit more. Um, and I think at that time as well, everything was quite secretive. I think the, is it the beta version? I think that had come out already. And yeah. so my character, so the, kind of it was, it, there was a, like a bit of a buzz about it, but my character, that's when they were like, you can't really, you know, tell this to anyone because because she's the quest. Um, so yeah, but it, you know, it was really kind of nerve wracking. And then the more I did it, the more 
I can kind of shed the nerves and you just get excited about the the character. Um, do you have like a memorable moments from the entire time that you worked on this game? Something, some behind the scenes that moment that you, that was funny or something that you would always remember? I really, I mean, the lightsaber was pretty cool. So I will <laughs> always remember that. Um, but weirdly, I really enjoyed the um, when she gets when she gets killed because we had to do I think it was like two hours of just her dying. So of just again the crash mats were in, so you had to do loads of like staggering and falling on the ground and then getting back up again, and it was just and then we got into this really weird conversation of just talking about when you do something over and over again, it, bec it becomes mad. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, is that is that actually how you get?" speared to death i think it's shorter than that no it's longer and then you'd just be talking and you'd you'd be talking about the you know how how you're dying and you i don't know you just you you start going a bit loopy there's sometimes where you yeah you just start going a little bit mad yeah. but the um no and i think as well the highlight for me was the fact that i was um so during the game during recording i got pregnant and then mm. that was my character wrapped when I was eight months pregnant. So I was really, really pregnant by the time that we finished it. Um, and my daughter was born a month afterwards. So I think I'm always gonna remember that and that she was in the game with me. And um, Adrian uh, recorded my last session with me. He's one of the directors. And he came in, he was like, do you want me to take a photo of you? He was like, because this is, this is really cool. And this is something to remember. And I was like, yeah this is amazing. This is really cool. So I'm really glad that she gets to be like, she's been in the world as well. I find that yeah. really cool. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's a lot. That would be a lovely yeah. photo to remember by like, yeah, we, yeah, I did this game and my daughter was born as well. So crazy. That's lovely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is it's on my, um, it's on my uh, Instagram, um, that photo. And I was talking to um, Neil who plays a Starian when he was there. And I said, uh, and I wasn't very pregnant at the time. And he said, uh, I can't remember how old his um, his daughter was, but he said, <laughs> he went, oh, he said, I brought her in because I just think this is the coolest job in the world, right? And uh, and I put on a suit and I was doing the scenes and she just went, oh, dad, this is so like, she. I can't remember what she said, but he was like saying that she was like, oh, this is so uncool. This is so weird. Why are you doing this? He's like, you don't understand. This is amazing. <laughs> and all of us were like, this is so cool and he was just like yeah i mean your, your your kids will never get it so there's me going like oh i hope she's proud but obviously when she's a teenager something else will be incredible oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah things will change at that point yeah. i guess um i know like a lot of uh actors who were part or are part of this game started playing the game as well are you planning on playing this game yeah yes i would love to i definitely am planning to play the game oh, um no. the only thing that's stopping me is i have a small baby <laughs> And she takes up a lot of time, <laughs> but no, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely something that I want to do. Wow. That, that would be lovely. I know everybody and, and most of them, at least the, the main companions, uh, the actors who have acted them, mm. they have also started their own Twitch channels and live streaming them to everybody. Yeah. I know, like, I know there are people out there who are a huge fan of this character, love this character. I have some comments actually that I wanted to, to you know, let you know they would love to see you as well streaming. Is that something that comes to your mind? Like, maybe I would. Is that something goes in your mind? I mean, not before you just said it, but in fact, but I have them, um, because like you said, the fans are so amazing. So, and some of them have like, um, 
like approached me on socials and stuff like that. And it's been like, oh, are you going to do a cameo account? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I was like, wow, I had no, because that's the thing is I had no idea how big it was going to yeah. be beforehand. But it's just, yeah, I mean, it's such an honor. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to play, if you're going to play it, why not? you know, just appear on Twitch as well and record it. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that people would love to see you on Cameo as well, have all these requests. People are just like like waiting, I think, at this point to be like, okay, this character <laughs> I love, I gotta be on Cameo. I gotta do something. I gotta do, let her yeah. be like Night Song and say something that I want her to say and uh, wish her a happy birthday <laughs> yeah, exactly. or something like that. I'm like, wow, that's great. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that. And, and I... With that, like, I have some questions that some fans wanted to to know. And uh, so uh, a guy, person by the name Star Santa said, do you know the meaning behind the word alien? I don't, actually. I don't. So it was a while before I even knew. She was just, I just knew her as Night Song. Um, and then uh, they kind of, they kind of started dropping in Dame Aelin. And honestly... I thought she was a different character. I did not connect the two that she was Dame Aelin and she was the Night Song. So they kept talking about Aelin. And I remember at one point I went, am I Dame Aelin? And they were like, yes, Helen. Yes, you are. Are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just having a moment. <laughs> because there are so many, like you said, there are so many names and like, you know, and so much information that's coming at you. And you're trying to like keep all the lore and stuff in mind and yeah. what's happening and what choices that, they're just like, oh, in this bit, you know, so so and so's dead and so and so's alive, and you're like, you've been in prison, but you've not been in prison that long, and all of this. Yeah, I don't know the um the meaning behind Aileen, and I didn't even know I was playing her for a little while. And then I realized why. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's incredible. Um well, one of the but questions you've already responded to that, but there's another one is uh from Meili uh asked, How do you feel when when Night Song is freed for the first time, when you first saw it? When I first saw it, I was really taken aback because I think, like you were saying, it's so cinematic. Yeah. Um, and for ages we've been playing, I saw the um, the cinematics of the hands that like when she gets to the edge of her prison, I, I suppose like the hands just like clasp her back. And I remember us talking about that moment when she gets freed it's almost like they said, if you can imagine these hands and find they've been holding you for so long and finally they are releasing you and they're just like, you know, with that hand that Shadow Heart puts on your shoulder, like they are just disintegrating and you can come into your own and all that power from the universe that's there, you're just drawing it to you and that's where that transformation comes from. So when I watched it, I definitely got like, you know, I was just kind of like, wow, okay, yeah, this is really cool. And as well, there's moments, like I said, you don't record all of it um in order so it was all those moments coming together and you kind of go oh wow like this is what we're working on this is really cool yeah i still love that scene watching it it's like rem remembering when the first time i saw it and that the music kicks in i'm like oh my god mm. not again like because there's a lot of i i am one of those guys who just whether it's a movie show or even games whenever there's like a dramatic scene happening i just love those moments because i I'm yeah. even more connected to the character because of the music or because yeah. of a scene, whether it's dark, whether it's romantic, whatever. I'm even more connected. So I feel a lot more. And that's what I want whenever I'm watching or playing. Mm -hmm. When I do, when I get that, then I'm like even more in love with what I'm watching or playing. So that's exactly what happened mm -hmm. there. I just never expected. It took me aback. I was like, wow, this is, this is phenomenal. So it's so filmic. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and that's what was really great about it because 
you have this image of what's happening in your mind. And I certainly didn't have her kind of image because she has, you know, like her cracked, like mm. almost like marble-esque face and stuff. And then for the armor to be on it and the way, like I said about the, just obsessed with the fact that her wings have armor. I was just like, this is <laughs> oh, so cool. Um, so to see all of that, because they say, oh yeah, she's in armor. She's just grown wings and stuff. Like you have, I had what that looked like in my head, but that was actually seeing it was 10 times better than what was in my head and what I had in my head I thought was pretty cool but that was even better yeah I love I love those armor uh, as well that is on the wings that was really cool didn't expect it at all um uh, yeah. so there's two comments that I feel like uh, they just wanted to appreciate the work that you have done so one person by the name <laughs> Yu Long said that Night Song is the most powerful female character in my mind and the most beautiful cutscene in this game she's my favorite character and I hope there will be more of her oh wow i mean i hope there'll be more of her but no that's so that's so nice to hear so many people have like yeah reached out and said like she's just so cool and actually um some people have said like they're like i had to kill her for that part of the game but i'm never doing it again <laughs> i'm like fine well i appreciate the fact that you're not unnecessarily killing her <laughs> i like I, I, yeah it's funny that how they killed someone and then they figured out that there's more to them and they go to the act and they apologize. Like, I'm sorry, I did that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I won't do it again, but I, you're, yeah. you're great. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I thought it was the right decision. I'm really sorry, but it's, it's fine. It's fixed now, right? And you're like, yeah.